It's great to be here with you young witches on this fabulous night. Remember, girls, show the world. Let them know it's Halloween. Hit it! Okay, we're rolling. Oh, okay. Three, two, one, go. We're rolling. Um. um oh God. <laughs> do you want to do it this week? No, not really. Okay, welcome to the. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to sneeze. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. It just sounds weird now. No, channel it. Do okay. it. Okay. Hi there, welcome to the podcast this week. This is Can I Pod with Madness, the 80s nostalgia, heavy metal, Kerrang, metal hammer and anything else we want to talk about podcast. Well done. Do you want to introduce yourself? Um, I'm your... Um, what do I, I'm just here with you. <laughs> I don't know what my uh, name or role would be. In, in such a situation. Um, I listen to what you've got to say and you tell me stuff that I've said the previous week and I forget that I said anything ever and uh, that's the way this goes. Well, also I say some facts and you give ribald comments, don't you? <laughs> um, yeah. You give your skew take. My skew take is normally, is it? Your yeah? fractured take on day's events. Um. Stop building this up to inevitably let people down. Uh, so how have you been? Very well, thank you. See, to us, it's been, like, a while. It's been quite a while, hasn't it? But mm -hmm. hopefully to the listener, to the user, yeah. normal service will be maintained. Yeah. There will be no drop in service or quality. <laughs> well. Mm. We, had a, we had a new episode drop today. They call it drop. You're so cool. I know. It's a good job I'm paired with such a youthful, uh, <laughs> sprightly young thing who knows all the lingo because uh, it makes me look like less of a dinosaur. Well, I would, I would like to, I'd rather say it's out. It, it was out today. Drop, man. It's dropped. I it's mean, mod, modern, modern. Is it? It's probably not, though. Who knows? You can have kids listening going, all right, Grandpa. So when we last recorded... Oh, yeah, actually, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. But since we last cool recorded, story. yeah. So since we last recorded, what have you been up to? <laughs> you talk, you talk about where we've been. Well, I mean, do you want to talk about where we've we been? We can, be. we can do. Yeah, yeah, because it's good. pertinent to today's episode. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, your Disney. Yeah. Right. We've been to your Disney. Yeah. Um, um, do you want to? Do you want to give your review of? I mean, they call it Disneyland Paris, don't they? Well, they call it Disneyland Paris, but when I first went in 92, it was called Euro Disney. So it's now, it will forever be called Euro Disney in my head. And to cement that I'm right, all the money I spent in Euro Disney came out of my bank account saying Euro Disney. It didn't say Disneyland Paris. So I'm right, it's called Euro Disney. So yeah, wake up, sheeple. Um, 
And yeah, we had a great time, didn't we? Yeah. Happiest place on earth, man. <laughs> it's genuinely the best thing in that you could do. I mean, it's expensive and it's tiring. I mean, I've never known such sort of physical pain in my legs ever. Like point where you think I actually I don't don't think I can continue because it was that much walking. Here's the thing, right? We've been before, haven't we? I've, yeah. I've been. Yeah, but I think this is the fourth time I've been. And yeah. This is the fifth time you've been. Six I, if you count America. I've never been to America. No. America, Disneyland. I've been to America. Um, that's not important. <laughs> I don't remember my feet hurting so much in previous no, visits. No, we, we mustn't have, like, walked as much. But how something. do you not walk in Disneyland? You've know. got to walk everywhere. But we were younger, and I, I do, but I do, <laughs> yeah, I do worry that Don't you just that. think, oh God, it's age. But I think it's more probably that that was like twelve years ago, and at the time, um, you know, we were both working in the city, you know, like you do in the eighties, and uh, so <laughs> we, we were, we know, were Gordon Gecko. We were, you know, we hung out and uh, with Michael J. Fox, and you- we wore suits. Um, and we carried brief, briefcases. We walked more? But we walked more. I think we did walk a lot more than we're doing now. Oh, my goodness. So I think it's just we've gone from, like, a, the day we came back or the day after we came back, I did 300 and something steps in the day. <laughs> so I We're think down from, like, 25,000 25,000 plus a day to 300. Like, and obviously not normally. I'm not normally doing just 300 a day, but it's not. I mean, it's you know, it's a, it's more, but it's not much. Yeah, we need to be more so, active, don't we? I think it's just that. Um, but yeah, it was good. So if you haven't been, don't uh, discount it based on uh, people going eh, Disney. I hate it. <laughs> well, if you when hate you... Disney, I mean, you're probably not going to enjoy it, are you? Yeah, but does anyone really hate Disney, really? Um... Or do they just not like it, and therefore they think, well, the it's either you like it or you hate it. Right, okay. So I can't answer that, but I've got a my I've got a take on this, right? I mean, hold on to your hats. This is my hot take. Yeah. It's not very hot. But you you sent me a link which was this is why millennials are all Disney adults. <laughs> yeah. And we if we can find that, we'll share it. But basically, yeah, it was saying for, for your generation, um Aladdin, Beauty and the Beast, Lion King. And a ton of others Little came Mermaid. out. Little Mermaid, yeah. Like the sort of, they call it the Renaissance, don't they? The Silver Age or whatever. Like all these amazing Disney movies came out when you were exactly the right age. But for my age, because I'm older, <laughs> like when I was growing up, Disney was sort of a joke. Like they did, like they'd not done a really great film in a while and they were a bit sort of lost. And I remember one time at school, you know, I don't know if you had this, but. At the end of term, they'd wheel in the big telly with yeah. the video and they'd go, oh, you get to watch a film. And we'd heard, right, oh, the other class, the other year, they watched Star Wars this morning. We're going to watch it. And I had it on video. I watched it like a thousand times. So it wasn't a big thing. But it was like, oh, no, I get to see Star Wars. And they put it on. And it was one of our dinosaurs is missing. <laughs> and the entire room, you could just feel like all the air, all the energy just drop. And like, one, have you ever seen one of our yeah. dinosaurs? It's a Disney movie, I think, from 1975, right? But it feels like an Ealing comedy from the 40s or something. You've got Peter Euston off doing a sort of 
racist Chinese caricature. Okay. And it's this thing about spies and nuns. And it's, it's got dinosaurs in the title, but not di- there's a dinosaur s- skeleton in it. It's like, apparently this was supposed to appeal to kids. And, oh, so it's not a cartoon? No, no, it's live action. Oh, right. But it's like, that's the sort of movie they were making when I was growing up. And, and you had you had Disney time and we had a Disney album. So I was aware of like the Jungle Book and Pinocchio and stuff as, as little bits, you know, it's in little bits, but it was stuff from the distant past, you know? So it was, it was never something that felt current. Whereas when I didn't see any of those great Disney movies when they came out, apart from Aladdin, because one of my friends, all the, I went to college and all my friends were like film and media students. So they're all really into animation. And someone got a pirate copy of Aladdin. So we watched Aladdin and everyone sat around going, oh, yeah, the animation's amazing. The animation's amazing. You know, not getting it. Not really saying, oh, this is, I'm, I'm really sort of, you know, welling up over Jasmine or whatever. But like, yeah, you appreciated it because it was well made. And like they re-released The Jungle Book and we went to see it at a local cinema. And it was like, oh, yeah, the animation is really, really good. But it was like, it wasn't, it didn't, because it wasn't really from our childhood. You know, that's my long way of saying. It's your long way, <laughs> long-winded way of saying that I've shown you the way. Well, yeah, no, I went to Disneyland with you and it, and I was, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know whether I thought I'd enjoy it, but I absolutely fucking love it. I got it. You know, you're you're suddenly in. It's a theme park, right? But every every tiny detail of it is amazing. They've made it perfect. They made it. It's not like going to Alton Towers or something. It's not like, oh, there's a bit of a prop there and it looks all right. It's like every single part of it is amazing. And when you're in Adventureland, you can't see any of the other lands, you know, and people know this. But, like, yeah, it was was like that's when I got it as a a fucking 30-year-old or whatever when I went there for, for the first time. But, um, yeah, the actual movies, it's sort of appreciate them now, but they weren't part yeah. of my childhood, whereas all you lot, you've, you've got, like, yeah. you know, Beauty and the Beast and... Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, yeah. Stop again. <laughs> oh, I, I, did, I, I did actually go and see Hercules. I didn't think it was very good. I don't think I've ever watched Hercules. I've listened to the soundtrack right. because... Right. And it's what? zero to hero, isn't that? Yeah, games? yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. Maybe if I watch it now, it it'd be a bit better. But might be. Yeah. But there you go. So there you go. I guess the the one thing actually, there's two things. But one thing that sort of relates to our normal subject matter right. is in our previous trips, uh, the rock Aerosmith rock and roller coaster has been there. Yes. That is no longer there, no, although it kind of is. It's exactly the same thing, but they've called it Avengers. Yeah, they've redressed it. You've got Iron Man when, you know, wet, you know, like really impressive Iron Man when you're waiting to go in and they... It's not as impressive as the rock and roller coaster. Do you not think... No. Looking well, back at that video that I sent you, when they walk around the thing and they've got... They had all um, guitars signed by people. It was like a mini sort of hard rock cafe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they didn't have an anim- animatronic Steve Tyler, though, did they? <laughs> Telling you what you were gonna do. No, but I did. Was... I didn't. The Avengers ride. I didn't really get what the story was. It's something about we have to help them save the universe. Yeah, like Captain Marvel's telling you stuff, and then Iron Man's telling you stuff in French. If the Avengers are coming to us, asking us to help, and 
Like that would be a really bad idea anyway. I guess if if what they, they really need me to do is just sit on a ride and do the ride and that's going to help, <laughs> then I can do that. But then if there's anything else, like you could have done that better. I don't think, I just don't think I brought much to the table. No, no. You um, just got strapped in and went very, very fast. Yeah. But it was, and, and it really hurt my head. It really yeah. hurt my head. I don't remember the rock and roller coaster hurt my head. No, I don't. Like, no. I don't know whether it did and I just don't remember it, but I just don't remember it. But whereas this one, I cracked my skull <laughs> the two times we went on it. Mean, so it was worth if, it to go Disney, on it again. Disney lawyers are listening, you didn't really crack your skull. No, I didn't really crack my skull. Disney they, can't see they, me. They sue hard, those guys. I'm not saying anything. I'm saying I'm I, wanna, Disney. I wanna live in a Disney bubble for the rest of my life. Like when we went to the airport and you suddenly realise, oh God, no one here is gonna just be nice to me. Like everyone <laughs> here is just gonna be like a normal human and it's it suddenly feels the world feels cold and dark and you just think I would just wanna be back in that Disney bubble where like, because the moment we entered our hotel, you then, that's it. You don't see even the outside of your hotel from the front. You just see the outside from the back, which is part of Disney. Yeah. And you just in Disney, Disney, Disney. Everything's Disney. Everyone's nice. I and mean, that hotel just, was amazing, wasn't it? I want to um, live like that for the rest of my life. Yeah. Not possible, though. <laughs> Unless you become a cast member. But then I feel like that might ruin it. It might Although, ruin it, yeah. you don't get the impression that it does from... Or heard of cast members, but who knows? I guess it's like any job, but it'd be well, a bit. Yeah. I mean, seeing people being happy. Well, yeah, that was quite nice, wasn't it? Although I did see a reel the other day uh, today of uh, a fight kicking off in. <laughs> I think it was America, right? And um, it said something like, "It's not always the happiest place on earth." <laughs> and it was it was a group of girls. Uh, obviously, some beef had happened, and there was a cast member there, like. Shooing people on, going, it's fine, everyone keep moving, like, it's fine. But with this fight happening behind them, like, but keeping this smile on the face, like, oh, my God, this doesn't happen. Did you did you know what the fight was about? No, it's probably just, I mean, you kind of understand why. I'm surprised more fights don't happen at Disney because it's, you, you get snappy. with Is your it intense? With, yeah, yeah, because yeah. All you have walking. to get up early. You do nothing but walking and it's, you know, and then you go, home and you're tired and it's late and then you've got to get up a few hours late and start again and it's it it can push you to petty arguments which i imagine especially if you're an american then you've got the heat on top of that yeah yeah so i can imagine i just i'm surprised more fights don't happen i mean we we didn't we managed to avoid any fights mostly um, (laughs) um but yeah so welcome to the disney podcast are we like just one question though? Are we Disney adults now? Hundred percent. And I always denied it for ages, but you just think I don't care. I just don't care. Anymore. But like, I would say Disney adult is that girl who was in front of us waiting to meet Mickey Mouse. She was on her own. <laughs> she, she, was was. she was dressed as, as Mickey, Mickey Mouse. Mouse. Yeah, no, yeah. she was dressed as Minnie Mouse, and she had a cuddly Mickey Mouse. Yeah. And she was fucking buzzing was, the entire time yeah. we were waiting. We waited quite a long time to meet that mouse. We made we waited a long time because it was not it was fifty minute wait. Um was it that long? No, but we, we got there early so that we didn't have to wait like right. I think we I think it was about an hour and a half. Normally it was But a, it's Mickey Mouse, do you know what I mean? I mean he's you, busy. You don't get bigger than that. <laughs> and it was worth it. I'm 
because can't think of it. I wouldn't take an hour and a half out of our day to do this. I'm so glad we did because that was well worth I mean, it. You say it doesn't get bit bigger, but we met Darth Vader as well, didn't we? If For me. Not... Well, okay, but and Darth Vader. I mean, it all started with a mouse. <laughs> but you. That's he... literally what he said. What Disney says. True. So he didn't say it all starts with Vader. No, but he. I don't think he saw Star Wars. He saw Star Wars. He didn't. Um, he was not aware of the Star Wars, was he? No, he was aware of the mouse that we went to see. True. I know. It was I could bit... really feel Mickey's hands in his gloves, and I thought that was really weird because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. Like, do I hold your hand or do I just? I, you know, you think I don't want to make you feel weird. He was. Mickey. He was huggy, wasn't he? He, wanted, he was very he was... huggy. Yeah, which is what, like, it's yeah. just what you want. Yeah, yeah. If anyone's going to be huggy, it's Mickey, isn't it? I don't know. Like other ones are huggy. So, I mean, we need to not labour on the Disney point too much, but I thought, again, I saw a funny reel where um, someone was hugging someone. I think it was someone was hugging maybe Tigger or something. Yeah. And Goofy was behind, and Goofy was acting like he was, like, well jealous, <laughs> and then, like, flicked his ear like he was flicking his hair, and then went off, lay on the floor, and started throwing a tantrum, and it was very funny. That is good. That is very funny. Um, I mean, I thought Goofy was quite chilled out i, didn't think I wouldn't goofy have thought would care but he was <laughs> he was obviously just that way out that day like he's having a bad day oh what about me you know that so um yeah so anyway we we do talk about other things other than disney now so well related again related to this podcast yes it was when we went it was early october but yes. it was also halloween wasn't yes. it and we're doing the halloween issue of Kerrang! Oh, is this from, the Halloween? This is, and this is going to go out on Halloween. If I do this right, this oh, okay. will come out on Halloween Day. So oh, happy, Halloween, happy Halloween, bitches! Let's have a look at this issue Spooky. of Kerrang! And that's a Halloweeny cover, right? Well, it's Alice Cooper. So. He's he's holding a skull. That's dribbling green slime over him. Yeah. And he's pulling a face. And all the all the text is in green and yellow. So did, did that come out on Halloween? Uh, October 24th, okay. 87. So it's that week. Well, so, it's been Halloween month for a while. Yeah. So you can call that Halloween. But yeah, as I think you said previously, Halloween wasn't. The entire month back in the eighties was it? It was. That's true. It was literally maybe the day before maybe. that you'd get your bin bag ready, <laughs> um, and your cardboard hat that you got from the news agent, and that was it. The cardboard witch hat. Yeah. You know, like just the cone, and then the you'd, you'd buy that from the news agent. It wouldn't be from <clears throat> even Woolworths or something like that. It'd be the news agent, yeah. and your bin bag. Never failed us. Have oh, you got any God pictures God. of you as a as a witch? Because there'll be some somewhere. I mean, you say witch, it's a bin bag and a cardboard hat. But... Yeah, but a cardboard hat that makes you a witch. Well, my witch like tendencies. Well, you're some sort of magic user. Uh, yeah. No, it's not. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, the clothes don't make me a witch. <laughs> they do on Halloween. <laughs> I think if an actual witch saw me, she'd be like. You're about to start painting because the only time like recently when we moved into this house and i was doing some painting yeah 
I wanted to cover myself so that I didn't get covered in paint and I put bin bag over me. And like and until I had just hadn't thought about it, I looked in the mirror and thought, oh yeah, just as a witch. <laughs> um okay, so yeah, this so, is Ooh, Oh before before we get like balls deep into this issue, have you got a deep cuts for me? No. I'm so sorry, I know. What about Halloween surfboard? <laughs> it's not a deep cut. Do you want to describe Halloween Surfboard? If you've ever watched uh, Superstore um, on telly, which we have a few times now, and we sort of caught bits of it during COVID when there was like nothing on, or you did, you were doing nothing. And um, every time you'd catch it, you'd sort of find yourself watching it and thinking, this is really funny, but never sort of making the effort to watch it. And then we made the effort to watch it, and it was um, amazing. All on Netflix. Yes, but um, in it, they obviously work in a department. Not well, department you can say store. superstore. But we'd always say that here, so it'd be like a... Um, we used to say superstore. It's certainly superstore. I never said that. Um, but they obviously listen to music, and they've got a Halloween episode where they've got this song called Halloween Surfboard. And... Uh, it's it's sort of it's along the sort of lines of Monster Mash, which yeah. you hate. Yeah. Um, do you still hate it? I'm not a fan. I just don't get it. It's such a good song. I've got some Monster Mash facts, but I'll hit you with them. Have you? After yeah. This is very exciting. Um. Yeah, it's definitely based on Monster Mash, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say so. But we couldn't work out whether it was actually written for that or whether yeah. it was an existing song. I'm not sure, but um, no, I don't have a proper deep cut. That's a that's a, a cheaters. Well, answer. we'll we'll find Halloween surfboard and put it on the video. Oh, playlist. it's on YouTube. Yeah, is it? Yeah, because I've listened to it before. All right, let's fucking hit that. Well, we'll do that later. Um, um, I can't wait to the monster mash. Um, well, I facts. I was gonna hit you with the deep cut very oh, briefly. Okay. Um, and amazingly, this is a what I would call a new song. A deep cut, which is a new song. Yeah. Well, it's, it's deep <sighs> in that, like, some people won't have heard it. Okay. Right. So a couple of weeks ago, a friend of mine messaged me and he said, I've done the uh, cover art for this band and I think you'd like it. Okay. I don't know why he thought I'd like it. And it's called Donnington and it's by a band called Deathinator. That's a good name. Deathinator, I find it hard to say. Deathinator. I'm going to play you a little bit of it, right? And also, listeners, um, it's, it's a really good. I think, band. I think it's on sale on Bandcamp, but I think something's happened with Bandcamp recently. I'm not really sure, but you'll be able to, if you just search for Deathinator, they've got a song called Donnington. I'm going to play you a bit now. Hey, or do you like it? I mean, Halloweeny. <laughs> I already like it. Ten out of ten. All right, good intro, but I'll play the chorus. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I like that. Okay, I like this. I like this a lot. Yeah, fucking amazing, right? That's really that's really fortuitous, that's right? Really and good. apparently, all proceeds of that single go to like multiple cirrhosis or something. So even if you hate it, I mean, you'd have to be mental. But even if you didn't like it, just buy it because it goes to charity. But what fucking great, like old-fashioned heavy metal song about going to Castle Donington. <laughs> you know, that's like <laughs> what do they look like every single one of my boxes. Well, they look like metal guys. Can you zoom in? Hmm? Can you zoom no, in? No, this oh. is this is. Windows Media Player. Actually, let's search for it. Detonator. It's Definitely. good. Like, as I say, my, my friend did the art for it. Um, Donington. And you probably just thought, oh, that idiot likes heavy metal. But like. I, want, I need to know what friend. You need to whisper the name to me. Oh, uh, it's not someone you know. Oh, fine. Well, someone I used to work with. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, there you go. That's uh, that's Detonator. Nice. So that's my deep cut. So yeah. listeners, so go and download Donington by Detonator. Detonator, and tell them we sent you. Yes. Um, and that's the last time we're going to talk about anything new on this podcast. Well, unless it's good new stuff like that. Well, yeah. I mean, we we accept new stuff if it sounds like it's from the eighties. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Very early nineties or the seventies. Uh, yeah, so that's my deep cut. That's it. That was a really good one. Okay, so you wanted to know something about Monster Mash? Yes, I always want to know something. Okay, about so Mash. Monster Mash. I want to know why you've got such a beef with it. I just think because I make you listen to it all the <laughs> yeah, time. I just so think I don't know why you just don't just ease into just accept your fate and go. I, yeah, no, it's good. I just think it's kind of lazy. You know, it's like what do you. From a Halloween song that you put on at a party. I, yeah, I hate the line Dracula problem? and his son. Like Dracula, had, Dracula doesn't have a son. He's how un, do you know? He's undead. He doesn't procreate. How do you know? So when you're undead, you like your sperm don't work. Is that what you say? Of course not. I, Why would it? Why wouldn't it? Why do you think he's draining the blood of the innocent? Because he. That's what vampires do. Yeah, exactly. They just suck blood. He's not just. He's not fucking, is he? He's. But aren't they like they're notoriously like? Mm, yeah, but weird. they don't have babies. Sexy. How do you know? What did it matter? Well, I've seen Ram Stoker's Dracula. It could be, and he doesn't like adopted son. It could be like someone who he cares for a lot, who it, he's it could be hangs around and. And I haven't read it, but I don't think in that story. I'm not saying that one, but I'm saying in the alternate universe of Monster Mash, a Dracula. It could be some Dracula. guy. No, it's this Dracula, but it's an alternate universe. You've heard of them, right? Where it's like the same, same but different. <laughs> I, right? I have, yeah, I'm, I'm aware. Right, good. Keep up. And then he's just got like, a, you know, someone he, like a Padawan. <laughs> Don't try and get that. <laughs> <laughs> that is the like same Padawan. That is, that is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Um, Did it work? Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a very simple creature. Um, I don't know. I think there's other songs like for Halloween. There's other songs, right? But there's not like if we put a playlist on to do pumpkins too, right? Yeah, that is the first thing that had come up. Yeah. yeah, no, no. But I'm saying there's not enough to fill 
hours and hours. Imagine you've got a party and you've got to film like three or four hours. But you're gonna have to stick him on <laughs> Right. I did Back a search. writing is good enough to play maybe three times. But... I I did a search for Halloween and songs. And somebody's watching you. Yeah, no, not traditionally Halloween song, but it, it finds its own playlist. Like Bark at the Moon. The IRS. Bark at that the was pretty good. Funny enough, I bought Bark at the Moon from Universal Studios when I went to Disney in America. Did you? Oh my goodness, it's all coming full circle. And was that Halloween? Uh, no. So uh, why would there was a big Virgin megastore oh, right. in Universal Studios in like where Disney Village is that type of place yeah. where there's all shop proper shops and that was. And, in um, the age of CDs. And I bought, God, yes. And uh, I'm only just out of that now. Uh, I bought that and I bought a Kiss mug, that Kiss mug I've got that's. Right. Uh, yeah. This is all good Cow Pod with Mambus content. Yeah. yeah. So, and I was like, yeah, terrified that Kiss mug was going to break on the way home, but it obviously didn't. And um, just looking at the inlay, obviously, because I couldn't play the CD till I got home. Do you remember when we bought those hurricane glasses from yeah. New York? And they, and they survived. They still exist. That's weird, That's, isn't it? I thought not in a million years, but... Mm. <laughs> um, so here's some, here's some ha- songs that have come up when I search for Halloween songs, right? Okay. Rocky Horror Picture Show, Sweet Transvestite. Well, anything from Rocky Any, Horror. Anything Rocky, yeah. Time Warp is on there as well. We should uh, tell people that we've done the Time Warp with some of the cast from We Rocky have. Horror. Who have we done it with? Oh, God. Um, the woman that plays Magenta. Biggins. Biggins. Um, yeah, woman who plays Magenta. Um, a, um, few, a few sort of background Transylvanians. The, the really tall guy. Yeah. I think he's a background Transylvanian. Um, uh, Barry, Barry Boswick. Uh, Barry Boswick. Yeah, yeah. Brad. Yeah. Yeah, all the stars. Yeah, so we did the... Uh, and... We were, we met Tim Curry. And we, we met Tim Curry. Yeah, got a picture with him. Yeah. So, okay. Anything from a... Feed My Frankenstein. Nice. Pet Cemetery Ramones. I don't think I know that. Uh, I, I think, think that we... might come up on when I do Halloween playlists, but I'll probably skip past it. Or, oh my God, I can see something good coming up. <laughs> Scary Monsters and Super Creeps. Bowie. Mm. Talking of Bowie. We've got Tim Curry in The Worst Witch doing... Amazing. What is it called? Anything can happen on Halloween. Anything can happen on Halloween. Your dog can turn into a cat. I, the weird thing about that is that's never been something that's in like people have never gone, oh, it's Halloween. Oh, God. That means that my cat, my dog can turn into my cat again. You're like, it's, do you know what I mean? It's, that's, it's like you go out getting sweet, but it's never been. And, um, there's, what, are the, what are the other ones he says? I mean, um, dog turning into a cat. Your sister's one. something about your sister. Probably, I think maybe your sister can turn into a bat. Yeah, let's let's just watch it. Um, it's, it's weirder than a video. <laughs> you, I Anybody mean, you have to see my tambourine. You, you have to actually begin the begin. Describe what we're talking about because some people going to think well they must know no it. no 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 this is not okay, well known I mean, before yeah, i okay. met you i've never i've okay. never heard of this i've really enriched your life haven't i yeah like really disney the worst witch but i really have lettuce Pizza. um Pizza. so the worst witch is <laughs> that's a really good callback yeah 
So another thing I've really introduced you to is Home Alone 2. And um, obviously we like Home Alone, but Home Alone 2 holds a special place in my heart. Um, and in that, Tim Curry says, and a pizza. And that's always been a really funny line. Um, if you just like anything Tim Curry says, because anything he says is good. Uh, focus, what was I saying? So you're going to describe, oh, just briefly, just like, what Sorry. is the worst witch? Um, well, for it, like for girls in the 80s who were about 7 to 13, probably, it was of interest. Yeah. I think it started as books and then they made a film and it's basically about a... It's like it's Harry Potter before Harry Potter. I, th- I think that... there's a couple of different films or TV shows that are, are now. called The Worst Witch. Yeah, yeah, but this one has Fruza Bulk in it, so obviously Dorothy that's the original. Return to Oz. Yeah, and um, it's really good. It's got kittens in it, <laughs> it's got Tim Curry in it, it's got witches, it's at Halloween, it's a school and she's like the outcast, but yet she's the cool one. She's always like... You know, get out of the class, but uh, then you won't want to be hers. It's, so it's a standard format. It's for girls who are not quite old enough to be goths, but are get definitely going to become goths. Yeah, girls who weren't the blonde uh, socialite yeah. in the class. Because there was one of those, there's a blonde bitch in it. <laughs> um, I don't know why I dyed my hair blonde, because everything suggests... I mean, because I'm a bitch, so it sort of makes sense, but... <laughs> Um, not intentionally. That pumpkin. <laughs> so, the quality on that pumpkin. Yeah, it's a TV. It's ITV, isn't it? It's not like it's, movie um, quality. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, if, not even it's TV quality. Quantel paint box shit. He's wearing a sort of light pink. What is he? He's the Grand He's Wizard, grand, isn't grand he? Wizard. Yeah. Yeah, and all the um, witches fancy him because obviously. It's a bit weird that in this kind of wonderful feminist utopia of like witch school, they like they do this... all they all the, the even the the schoolgirls like they scream at him like he's Elvis. Um, but I mean, look at him; <laughs> you can't argue with it. I mean, he's he's eighties sexy, isn't he? Oh, he's just doing. He as you said that he just did a. I'm gonna have to turn this off because you're. He's a, He's doing, I mean, for want of a better term, he's doing a cum face. Isn't he? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be crude about it, but can you describe that any better than that? <laughs> it was a cum face, which was highly inappropriate when he's performing to young girls. But there were also adult witch teachers there. And all, I mean, there's some older witch teachers, but there's younger ones. Are they and any they, sexy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, like, she must be like, you know, maybe 30. Oof. And she's got, yeah, she was very pretty, you know. So, yeah. Well, there's one for your Halloween playlist. This is um, all going on our video switch. playlist. Yeah, definitely watch it. And don't get confused. You have to get the one from the 80s. Don't get any old shit. Don't get some modern 90s. Because you're not going to get this quality. <laughs> um, Dead or Alive, something in my house. Have you heard that? Um, don't know. You might. You might. Uh I mean, obviously, it's not, it's no use spinning me right round, but I think it's about being haunted. Oh, Play with spooky. It. And obviously, Pete Burns. Yeah. R.I.P.
This is good. Wolf. Yeah, it's pretty good. That's, oh, yeah, that's, good. that's better than Monster Mash, isn't it, for your Halloween? I don't have to pick. Halloween. We live in a world where I don't, for some reason, I don't have to pick between Monster Mash and a Dead or Alive song. Dragula. Yeah, that's Come good. on, that's a modern day classic from 25 years ago, but <laughs> that's, a, that's a classic. I feel like a like a modern teen listening to Dracula. Like, yeah, I know, I know the modern <laughs> I'm music. I'm down with the kids. I know it. Yeah, I know, punky, I know. People. Punky fish. Shut up, man. There's nothing wrong with punky fish. All right. I yes. wish I still had those. <laughs> what, did you throw them out? I must have done in like a fit of I'm never going to. I mean, oh, obviously, never going to wear them again. But oh, let's just bring goodness. that shit back. Yeah, let's. There was a. Oh, where were we the other day? We were in some fucking garden centre or something the other day, and there was a couple, and they had a daughter, and she looked like she was dressed as you in <laughs> 20, 20 years ago. She had she had really big jeans on, really right. big chunky jeans, and I thought that's a that's a goth. I mean, they might they might call it something different. Yeah, who knows what they call it now? All right, so. Kerrang. Kerrang. Uh, number 159. We've got Hold Your Head Up, Skulls Out with Alice. Skulls Out with Alice. Uh, Anthrax, Warlock, Loverboy, Ramones, Aerosmith, Lizzie Borden, ACDC. So I don't know if you remember the Metal Hammer we did from this same week. It's got some of the same articles in it. Oh, okay. Well, it's, it's got... You know, it's got Steve Tyler in, it's got Warlock, right. you know. And do you remember that issue? It was all sort of weirdly written. It was all like, yeah, didn't really make so. sense. So there's a, in Mayhem, uh, there's a feature on ACDC, new album and tour. I'm going to read you some quotes from this. Uh, Angus doesn't like the idea of an ACDC double album. Quote, could the world take a double dose of the noisiest band around? That'd be too much for human consumption. Um, we always try and come up with something different for each album. Having said that, we're still as tough as ever on this new album. It's still ACDC. There's definitely no ballads. I have a great aversion mm. to slow songs, as you know. Apart from anything else, the world is saturated with the damn things. Actually, I don't mind hearing a ballad every now and again, like once a year maybe. But even then, I get pissed off after about two minutes. So whatever we try in the studio, it won't be a ballad. I don't think anyone was expecting them to do a ballad. <laughs> well, I mean, you're not going to get one. I didn't want one. Um, Angus laughs when I tell him I never saw Maximum Overdrive, the Stephen King movie, for, for which Who Made Who, a successful single in its own right, and Chase the Ace were recorded. Uh, we only really saw the film on paper when we looked on those songs when we worked on those songs, it did look great at that stage. When it came to the film, when it came to film the thing, I think they just lost it somewhere. We only really did it for Stephen because he's such a fan of the band. So there you go. I didn't know Stephen King was an ACDC fan. No. Um, we don't like going over the top with gimmicks, he explains, although we do like to use a few light bulbs. Um, what? And it's Australian. I mean, everyone humor. does, don't they? 
Since they were invented, they've been pretty popular. <laughs> um, will the band still play Let There Be Rock, I wonder, now that the thrash band Onslaught have committed the sacrilegious act of releasing it as a single? Mm. Angus assures me they will. Onslaught, he says, I've never heard of them. And what did you call them? Thrash? Is that a social disease? Oh, well, I suppose they're just looking for a hit, right? Good luck. Good luck to them. They're welcome to go on top of the pops as long as we don't have to. So, yeah, you're not going to get any ballads and they're not going to go on top of the pops. I think they did eventually go on top of the pops. So, um, there's a feature about a band called Sabotage. 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 They've got an album called Hall of, Hall of the Mountain King. Hall of the. How are you spelling Hall? Hall. H A L L. Um. Yeah, no, they've at- adapted the classical ditty Peer Gint, which is where Hall of the Mountain King comes from. You know that? That's Hall of the Mountain King. That's like the Lightwater Valley theme tune, or Towers. Yeah. Dreams fly by on strange wings, cryptic, wrong headed scenes from fantasy worlds, demons, witches, trolls, and giants side by side in the Hall of the Mountain King. This sounds like absolutely right up my street. Quote, um, white witch is about cocaine and strange wings describes a powerful and beautiful witch so witches are quite a theme with sabotage right i mean witches are cool uh they're talking about the video we went to a cavern in upstate new york which is eight million years old we traveled 150 it's feet eight down million years old <laughs> yeah i'm not sure the veracity of that in new york i'm gonna question that we'll fact check that later um, the worst was doing Fight for the Rock at Trident Studios in London. It used to be a baker's, and apparently someone fell into a vat and died there. There were doors and windows flying open. We all had weird experiences. A vat of what? <laughs> Just a vat? Yeah. They just I... had a vat there <laughs> of something that would kill someone. So not I just think... a vat of water, a vat of, like, what, boiling oil or something. I mean, they're from Florida, so if they've gone yeah. to London to record, record an album you can bet the people in london are going oh yeah this is definitely haunted someone died in a vat you know yeah because we've got history here i just don't think you can get away with saying died in a vat (laughs) i want more information um so if you want to travel to the hall of the mountain king feel free to journey as you please to a cryptic world of gnomes kings and witches on strange wings i mean that's definitely one for the playlist so in news yeah the mission have recorded a version of Aerosmith's classic Dream On, produced by John Paul Jones. However, it won't be on the next album, it's a B-side. Did you know the mission had done Dream On? No. And we'll uh, have to give that a listen. I think I vaguely remember that. Don't need it. Um, Not the original. Well, why would you? I just, yeah. Why I would you? Don't need it. Don't yeah. need it. Don't need it in my life, thanks. Thanks anyway. Um, we've got another advert. For the TSB Bank Rock School. Oh, thank God. Uh, you remember the advert with yes, a schoolboy Brian May? So this this time they've got a school uh, group photo that they've cunningly photoshopped. <laughs> a few. I'm going to let you describe what's um, going on there. I mean, they're not very convincing, are they? I mean... They've just pasted heads on. To school I mean, it's not that bad considering the time. 
Um, who's that? Is that? Who's that guy? I know him. Like news round or something. Um, who's that guy? The glasses. I think that's Mike Reed, the DJ. Oh, okay. I mean, is that Sh Pepsi and Shirley? Oh yeah, yeah, Pepsi and Shirley are in there. Jonah Armour Trading's in there. Roger Taylor's in there. Bit of a weird lineup. I don't get it. What's the point? Well, I, I guess they're sort of saying you might be at school, but you could also be a rocker. It's the also... worst advice to give any child, isn't it? <laughs> Don't tell them that. It's the eighties. You need Don't something to that. strive for. Oh, you could get in a band, form a band. Your group out. could win prizes up to the value of two thousand pounds, and your school could win a thousand pounds worth of Yamaha equipment. There's also a school prize of a VHS camcorder. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Twenty. All you have to do is make a cassette of two tracks. That's quite a lot. One of which must be an original composition and send it by the 31st of December 1987. Good year. Make it to the final and you could find yourself playing to some of the stars you normally listen to. That's a lot of pressure. For full details, oh my God, I wonder whether that was ever recorded. Some utter shite <laughs> class band smashing instruments in front of Roger Taylor, while well, he has to go, that's great. I did give him the fucking thousand pounds. I, I, I did make it stop. I did find something on YouTube. School work competition. We could still enter it. I wonder if it's still valid. It's December 1987. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was going to say, it doesn't have a date on it on the voucher that we've got to fill in. And we've got to have a school address. Yeah. Make that up. <laughs> I mean, you need to know how to play instruments as well. Fuck off. Cheeky bastard! I can do. I can do that enough. As much as a kid in school, I can. We um, yeah, because we talked about this. We I did... would have to find a cassette recorder. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the real challenge. I've a hundred percent got cassettes that are still not opened. I've never thrown away, so we could use one of them. We just need to find a thing to record it onto. Yeah. I think we have either in the garage. Well, let's get on it. But next next episode. That's right. That's your homework. Hit play and record at the same time, you know. Jobs are good. Uh, but we do have to come up with an original composition. Yeah, well, that'll be good. No, that'll be good. We'll definitely win. I found something, and I don't know if it was from 87, but it was the TSB Rock School. And I put it on the playlist when we last talked about this, and it was all kids going, I like It Bites. I like Sting. Oh. <laughs> you know? I wonder who won it. I don't think it was something Google. you'll have heard. Google. Google. I mean it. I'm not messing around. This is serious. Google who won the TSB um, Rock School 1987. It could be a hot band. That's uh, 20. <laughs> the first thing that comes up is 20 minutes of torture. <laughs> Facebook. It's on Facebook. 87. Is this it? Oh my God. This could be the best thing in the whole world. What are you laughing at? You're on next. Yeah, it's already good. Have, have we got some supporters for this next crowd? 
Right, wait a minute. Pa pause it there. Because I need to get another drink for this because this is absolutely amazing. Okay, I'll read you the line while you're doing that. Featuring Jeff Metcalf on bass and vocals, Mark Leeming on keyboards and vocals, Jason Keady on lead guitar, and me, the fat kid on the end. Aww. This is Ian Beddo music. So he says, we were 16. This was our first, first major gig at a regional final of a nationwide competition. The list of things that went wrong seem endless. Well, never mind Aww. that. Let's have a listen. Well, we'll just have to make extra noise to make up for it. Lovely, there's somebody taking pictures here wearing a T-shirt. A band T-shirt there. Is that a little sideline they've got going? No, that's what Gallery's bands do, you loser. And here we go. Right. A nice little shirt on. Yeah, sounds alright so far. Long intro. You're still going. Little in suspense. I, I'm not in a band, I don't understand. Because I can get to the chorus. <laughs> This sounds all right, though. It, and this yeah, one sounded so much better in the place. We are listening to that beautiful hum of the um, <laughs> VHS, which I'm not complaining about, but it's not adding to the sound quality, is it? Um, I mean, spoiler alert, it doesn't look like they were the winners. No. They are just what came up when I Googled it. That's not bad. Yeah, no, I mean, better than anything I did when I was 16. <laughs> better than I've ever done. <laughs> okay, so okay, we've got an article Back on track. about Steve Tyler. Okay. Um, just like that metal hammer we got from the same week but he's not talking about flesh bongos in this one okay he's a bit more serious um he's mostly talking about drugs in this Fun. so people say to me how come the new permanent vacation album is so fucking hot is it because you worked with outside writers and decided to become commercial bullshit man new arm is hot because we took away the drugs and for the first time in our career did this thing straight it's as simple as that I once had three Porsches and I sold them all so I could snort up half of Peru. I was paying $1,000 a gram for heroin and I'd do about three to five grams a week. Jeez. I mean, I would have traded in my nuts for a good ounce of heroin in them days, man. He say, he's saying he'll never tell kids don't do drugs um, because when I was young, I did what everyone told me not to. However, I wouldn't mind doing a video for kids showing me having an epileptic fit with a needle in my arm or puking up blood after a show. That's the reality of drugs. Mm. Yeah, pretty harsh. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, he's basically taking a victory lap for how good the Permanent Vacation album is, and he's sort of slagging off all his previous albums because they did it all, like, sort of half arsed. Drugs are bad, but the other albums were good. So... I don't think. Well, he's he's saying um, done with mirrors. There was a mi middle section of one of the songs that they didn't even finish. It's like <laughs> half done. 
So he's saying the difference yeah. here is he was he actually cared. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I went all the way to Vancouver, Canada, Canada, just to push Brad Whitford's guitar a little higher in the mix. I mean, you could have just done that over the phone, and you just say turn the guitar up a bit. Maybe um, not in the eighties. The movie takes you on a trip. I close my eyes and I can see Switchblade. I can see James Bond climbing up a cliff with a knife between his teeth. I can see all sorts of things, and each person has his own visions. We just wanted to do something different. Do you know the song, the movie? And it sort of sounds like it's like a sound collage or something. It's not like a. Is it on permanent vacation? Yeah. yeah. Well, I must do because I have it. Oh, let's find it. I put it on the thing. I'm not listening. Remind to me it. of it. Maybe it's one of those I skipped past. Well, the, yeah, they're saying one of the most interesting tracks on the album is the movie written by all five members of the band. And it's a strange instrumental they describe it as. So I'm imagining, like, if it's an instrumental, you're not Maybe. really going to pay that much Maybe attention. I've... Or maybe this was just before a song. Obviously, it's an album. Well done. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was not sophisticated enough to listen to instrumental stuff <laughs> back then. Not in eight. I wasn't listening to it in 87. But... You can just relate to songs with lyrics a bit more, can't you? Because there's something to grab onto. As an adult, I can probably appreciate it more. But no, then I just... Obviously, that was a bit beyond me. Um, so, again, he's slagging off Done With Mirrors. Done With Mirrors was a disappointment in America sales-wise, but this new one sold out in just two weeks. There's such an excitement around it. Um, we will be coming to Europe for shows next year, definitely, in fact. We're even trying to arrange it as early as February. So he adds, picking up my tape machine, prepare to shit your pants because the new Aerosmith is coming. Oh. I mean, that is a good, that's a good way to end an interview isn't it prepare to shit your pants yeah and there's a nice picture of him there i mean i i didn't shit my pants when i got got it and listened to it so <laughs> well maybe you didn't didn't listen to it loud well enough. i probably didn't listen to that track enough otherwise that would have been you, it you would definitely have shat your pants <laughs> um so there's an article about the new creator album terrible certainty i mean they're not a band i ever listened to but I did, I did pick out um, one bit at the end of the uh, interview. Believe it or not, I like Pink Floyd, especially The Wall. So maybe in the distant future, I'll do a thrash version of The Wall. I'd also like to score a soundtrack for a horror movie. I really can't understand why Dokken got to do a song for Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 because they're wimpy as shit. Mm, harsh I mean, words. That is shit-talking Dokken. You don't want to be doing Shit-talking Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Well, no, I think he's jealous. I think he wanted to do a song for Nightmare is on Elm Street Nightmare 3. Elm, Elm, words. Is Nightmare on Elm Street 3 the um, Dream Warriors? Dream Warriors, yeah. Nice. Haunted um, by that. Uh, the the un <laughs> one. We've seen the telly in that one. The telly that he oh, picks up and Arquette right. puts her through. Was that in New York? Or yeah, that in? Uh, Hard Rock. Mm -hmm. Or Planet Hollywood, probably. Yeah. I yeah, really I'm, miss Planet Hollywood. Yeah, I miss Rock, them. I? The cocktails was, were fucking amazing. But there was such a... I think for people our age, there was such a good concept because you want to see stuff from your band and you want to see 
sign stuff and movie props and mm. that kind of i'm well into that kind of shit i want to see props from movies like i'm well up for that well that's one and of then the... also give me food at the same time <laughs> it's... do they do veg- vegetarian options um, though? i mean i wasn't vegetarian are, are both then, so of those still going hard rock is still no? going and oh, no, planet hollywood's planet not going. hollywood's not but hard rock isn't either don't know. Hmm. Not sure. Should find out. Or oh, shall I Google it? Shall we put an answer to this? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the listeners are going to be oh like, God, oh, "What is it?" <laughs> Leave me hanging. Does the hard rock cafe still exist? Other people asking. Um. There's, it says there's 165 restaurants. Hmm. Um, yeah, the Hard Rock Cafe in London has ch- turned into the Cumberland Hotel uh, in London. Yeah. Uh, total 83 Hard Rock Cafe locations in the US at the moment. Um, That's not that meant, is it? Tampa, Florida has two. Which might be Disney then, possibly. Yeah. Um. I don't like. Oh yeah, Universal Studios. Oh, we should go back and buy another Bark of the Moon. <laughs> um. It's traditional. Yeah, biggest hard rock cafe in the world. They had, um, I believe, they had a uh, Ozzy Osbourne um, cloak, there, oh, really? and they had the whole uh, like kiss. Uh, for kiss outfits, yeah, all in a big thing. What they had? They had an Aerosmith guitar. They had Gene Simmons' axe guitar. Yeah. Um, I've got photos. I've well, got physical photos of all of these. We've got photos of an axe guitar from, I think, when we went to New York. This might be another one though, because well, I've got these with guitars, and that. Uh, day I took those in America, we lost our um, video camera tape or video camera. I, the video camera or the video camera tape? Yeah. Must have been the video camera. You um, lost an entire camera? Yeah. Yeah. Because we left, we sat down, you know, like you do on a yeah. wall outside, had it next to us, and then got up and left, forgot it, and then. Um, who knows if it was handed in? I can't imagine anyone would steal it there. Although about then, but um, there was yeah, it must have been a video camera because there was we were they were play you know how they play music out in the open. They were playing um, Paradise by the Dashboard Light, yeah. and I was um, miming over that, and I think that's gone missing. So hopefully that never resurfaces. So. Wouldn't that ruin your holiday? Because back then, wouldn't a video camera have been? Um, yeah, I'd be having insurance. I'd, I'd, I mean, you in the Disney bubble, you, you... <laughs> I have no memory of it even. Oh my God. Like, yeah, you lost it, but no, nothing nothing was ruined. You in Disney. Not possible. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the Rainforest Cafe? 
uh, we went to the Rainforest Cafe in your Disney. And you said... It was the most 90s thing in the world. Yeah, and we looked it up and, and it, indeed it, it was from the 90s. You could tell, though, it was like just 90s vibe. I mean, I think you had to live through the 90s to understand yeah. that. Because it didn't seem like fake 90s. It seemed like legit retro 90s. Yeah. Like you've, you've not walked into some, you know... Uh, what be like when you walk into like a fifties diner? Yeah. you know, and the, the, there'd be nothing like what it was in the fifties yeah, because yeah. it was grim for people in the fifties. But and it wasn't all like pastels and roller skating. But um, no, this was like walking into something literally from the nineties. Yeah, it was not like, a bad way, but it was yeah nineties. Yeah, they would have built it in the nineties, and it's not changed. Yeah, yeah. not changed. They kept that vibe. Yeah. It was nicer. Because people were talking about rainforests a lot in the late eighties, early nineties, weren't they? It mm-hmm. was it was a I don't think in the seventies and eighties we were talking about rainforests. No, couldn't couldn't care less. Um but yeah, so that was fun. Yeah. But nineties. But fun. Yeah. I like the way they kept changing the lighting and it made it sort of seem like it was raining and then suddenly it's kind There's of a bit storm. dark and yeah. yeah, it's good in there. <laughs> There's an elephant that moved. All the things. All the all the nineties things that you look for. As we have another vegetarian burger. <laughs> yeah, but that was a, vegetarian burger. That was a, a vegetarian. good vegetarian burger. It was. But you know. Um there wasn't tons to choose from. No. Although the best um thing that I ate, which I haven't stopped thinking about <laughs> is something from the Stark Industries cafe. It was just this stupid like salad with tofu and but I've I've not I've become a weirdly obsessed. I find myself thinking about it. It's well they called it like a recharge bowl or something, didn't they? Something like that. But it was um that was lovely. So um yeah so if you are new Disney go to Hollywood <laughs> Studios, go to Stark Industries and get the um vegan um Salad thing there. Well worth it. That's my recommendation. That's quite a niche well, recommendation. Yeah, I think it was Stark Factory, wasn't it? Like That's the one you just walk into, oh, right, but yeah. the, they've got the Pim, Pim Diner and you Pim have Diner. to book for that. Yeah, I don't um, see what the big deal about that was. Well, you get like big food or small food. That's oh. like the whole thing. You get like gi- giant pretzels and stuff. Why have you only told me now? Oh, because you know I, I didn't realise you had to book oh, some right. restaurants two oh, no. months in advance. Yeah, no, that's a good point. So if anyone, you know, I doubt it. <laughs> oh, stretch, huge listenership. If anyone is thinking about going to your Disney, um, you do, if you want to make reservations somewhere, you literally have to do it months in advance. Yeah. Um, but it's only certain restaurants that you yeah. have to book. So Remy's um, Remy's kitchen would have yeah. been good, but we couldn't get into that. Yeah. But so if you are and you happen if you happen to be going, you happen to be listening, and you're going in a few months, get on the app and book some places if you want to. But the problem is, you need to know where and when you want to eat on a hotel that is not like any like it's not a normal situation. You're you know you're up at the crack of dawn, you're doing nothing but walking. It's not even like a normal day where you think, well, normally I'd have a tea around this time. It's not the same thing, mm-hmm. and you don't know when parades are, so it's. It's a bit of a nightmare, but that's not my problem. It's your problem. So well, deal with it. I think I've done what I can. If we ever go again, we'll know. But we couldn't know. Like, 
Well, when we found out, I thought, nah, there's no way. And yeah. we were looking, it was like, nope, nope, nope. Well, they, oh, right. Because I booked, I got an email like two months before and it said, it's time to book. And I just thought, no, no, I'm not thinking about that. I'm not thinking about what I'm doing in two months' time. But uh, yeah, you yeah, should. Yeah, they're not kidding. They... Apparently, the Remy, Remy's Cafeteria or whatever it's called, Remy's Bistro Remy's is like Bistro. the most expensive eatery in the Oh, is it? Place. Yeah, yeah. It's probably not worth it then. I don't know. Uh, you go for the experience well, yeah. and they, it's all really nicely done yeah. up in there. But mind you, yeah, when you're there, money doesn't doesn't count. You spend whatever <laughs> you need to spend to make yourself happy. That's the rule. Yeah, that's how you should live. Wait, for, yeah. For four days. And then <laughs> four days and come pay home. the price. Look on your Barclays app and just see nothing but your Disney <laughs> separate transactions. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, I won't reiterate some of the stuff that was in the Equivalent magazine. There's a whole interview with Darrow, um talking about is she going to ditch Warlock and go out on her own? She says no. And that yes. is eventually what happened. <gasps> Um, what a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> That's a Mafsa quote if anyone's interested. So do you know the band Lizzie Borden? I've, I've heard of. That's, that is Lizzie Borden from Lizzie Borden. I've heard of the band because Lizzie Borden was a killer. Wasn't she? Yeah. She was a, yeah. Like a I mean, child. She was a young person who killed people. Yeah. It sounds very much like a sort of junior Alice Cooper. Right, like okay. they're sort of shock rockers, basically. Yeah. And the quote I liked in here was, the ideas for the last tour were so over the top at to have people talk me out of them comes the gleeful reply. I was going to shoot a cop on stage and then blow my own brains out. But in the oh. end, I had to settle for beating people over the head with a baseball bat and a couple of other violent things, but all done as comedy. So, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> yeah. And apparently the PMRC didn't like them, but, you know, PMRC didn't like anyone. Who the PMRC? The Parent Music Resource Centre, Tipper Gore. Oh, like Tipper Gore. Yeah. yeah. The Filthy but 15. Knights in Satan service. Knights in Satan service, yeah. They, they never liked anyone, though, did they? No, no. The weird thing is, though, the weird thing is, there's no way Tipper Gore ever didn't hear a song and thought, think that is good. Like, there's no <laughs> way she didn't think that ever. Well, should there's we no look up, way? Should we look up the filthy fifteen? I, I just refused because she's got a brain. She knows what a beat is. You're like, as humans, we're attracted to a beat, and you know, we respond to a beat. It's yeah, you but know, it's connected it's not... on a really um, caveman level, isn't it? Yeah, but, but it's. It's not her generation. Like, you think about our parents. She would have been of our parents' age yeah, or older. So, yeah, true. But then you've got stuff like rock and roll. It's the same thing. You've got beats, you know, music. You know, it's meant, you know, like, I just don't get it. It's not like, if she was saying it like, if she had nothing but Rain in Blood by Slayer, I understand. I think but, Rain in Blood might be on this list. Well, that's because it's not, don't come at me. Right. It's not a very good song, is it? So it's first, just a lot of noise, isn't it? I mean, the only reason I'm angry at Rainy Blood is because it ruined Guitar Hero because I couldn't do it on Guitar Hero <laughs> and it pissed me off. So maybe that's why Tipper Gordon liked she it. She was really desperate to just fucking at least be able to play every song on Guitar Hero, but there was always one she couldn't play. And when you're limited, it's annoying because it's like a good percentage of your gameplay. I mean, we could do a whole podcast about the Filthy 15. But should we just quickly go through them? Let's go through them. So Judas Priest, Eat Me Alive. Well, I can understand. She's, I mean, 
the song's not the problem with that, is it? So pr this was they said this would profane or sexually explicit. I think that's the point. So the lyrics good. The, they probably thought yes, that's what we were going for. <laughs> the explicit lyrics are groan in the pleasure zone, oh. gasping from the heat. I'm going to force you at gunpoint to eat me alive. Oh. Squealing in, in passion as the rod steel injects. Squealing in passion, though, that's a nice thing. Um, I think Rob Halford talks about this in his book, and he said, yeah, I was having a bit of a chuckle when I wrote that because <laughs> people didn't know I was gay at the time. <laughs> um, Motley Crue, Bastard. Okay. Do you know the song Bastard? Yeah. Um, PMRC rating, Violent. Well. Explicit lyrics, Out Go The Lights, In Goes My Knife, Pull Out His Life, Consider That Bastard Dead. That's, but that's not like... It's not like a realistic no, portrayal of no. anyone's life, is it? And like, they're not going out stabbing people. Look the, at them. That we know of. Look they're at them. Just too busy fucking. Exactly. Um, all right, Prince, darling Nikki. Okay, I mean, I can understand why she had a problem with that. We, we Yeah, we don't need to. I think this that was the first one on the list. Right. Because um, she found her daughter listening to it or something. I, I mean, the thing about Dal and Nikki is more it's confusing because I want to know specifically. Do you like? Was she literally sitting in a lobby, like having a wank? Or that's what he says. Mean, there's but, no, there's no ambiguity about it. But she'd get chucked out, even if the the biggest dive you've ever met, like in hotel terms. Yeah, you're not going to let someone sit there. You don't so, know what kind of hotel it was. Well, it must have been pretty bad that she's able to get away with. I wonder what magazine it was. Uh, take a break. <laughs> it was those uh, Fish ones where people write in with their tips. <laughs> Instead of using like a hairbrush, get one of those forks out your cupboard. Just brush your hair with that. <laughs> Sheen oh, Eastern Sugar Walls. Tips are the best thing in the world. Um, sugar Walls. Um, blood races to your private spot. Oh. Let me know there's a fire. Come spend the night inside my Sugar Walls. Okay. She's what talking she about. Talking about? Oh, okay. Um, wasp animal fuck like a beast. I mean, she's probably just seen the title of that. Um. I got pictures of naked ladies lying on my bed. I'm making artificial love for free. I'll start to howl in heat. I fuck like a beast. I mean, fair enough. Fair play. It is filthy. Merciful fate into the coven. Rating occult. Oh, you see why she didn't like this. Explicit lyrics. Come, come into my coven and become Lucifer's child. Oh. <laughs> but look at him. Of course he's going to be a cult. Of course he is. Uh, vanity, strap on Robbie baby. Sexually explicit. Come on and stroke me, strap this thing on tight. If you want to glide down my hallway, it's open. Strap yourself in and ride. I don't know what she's talking about there. I mean, she was, she was another prince, protégé. Not clear. Def Leppard, high and dry. Drugs and alcohol. Saturday, I feel right. I've been drinking all day. I got my whiskey. I got my wine. I got my woman. And this time the lights are going out. Ooh. Come on. They're from Sheffield. They're not filthy. Twisted sister, we're not going to take it. 
What's the problem? Oh, I've, I've seen D. Schneider talking in like a courtroom. Yeah, yeah. Being That's very funny. Come on, man! It's just rock and roll. He doesn't say that. I'm just. That's just my impression of someone in that. He's situation. being highly articulate and well spoken, and a very nice young man. <laughs> um, What's the problem? With rating violent. We'll fight the powers that be. We're not going to take it. What? <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck off, typical. Get. A, she's just reaching now. Madonna, dress you up. I mean, she got tits out in that picture. That doesn't help. Well, she's got brawn. Has she? Gonna dress you up in my love all over your body. I've saw saw a video of Madonna on tour at the moment. I don't know whether it's at the moment. No, she's on tour. At the oh, moment, yeah. and she's got loads of like topless people in it. Is she? Yeah. So like all her dancers are topless, and she's blindfolded. Yeah. And she's like feeling them all. Yeah. But people are like, "This is not okay because you're." I'm not being ageist, but I'm about you're, 100 You're now, a granny. And they're not that. And you just think, oh, God, for the love of God, are you not proud enough of the music that you've written? Like, all the fucking good songs, you let that do the talking. You don't mm. have to resort to this shit clickbait video material where you're doing that. It's just, you're better than that, aren't you? It's just, mm. come on, you're Madonna. You don't need to do this. Uh, do you want to know what she said back in the 80s about her image? Go on. I couldn't be a success without also being a sex symbol. I'm sexy. How can I avoid it? I would have to have a bag over my head and over my body, but then my <laughs> voice would come across, and it's sexy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'll tell you what. When I was 14, I heard Dress You Up. I thought it was fucking sexy. Did you? Yeah. I, th I Like, I was, I was into Madonna. I mean, that... In bed with Madonna, which was that sort of sexy book she made? Um, I think it was called Sex. Oh, okay. <laughs> and was it like horny pictures? I never yeah, looked at yeah, it. I, um, I never. I, I remember my friend saying he was out with work and someone had it and he okay. had a look through and he said, I didn't get a stiffy. Oh. It was, it's like arty. It's not oh. really pornographic. It's, right. you know. But so I suppose in a way she's kind of been doing that kind of stuff all the time then. It was a bit more over in that because she was doing like Justify My Love and oh, yeah. Justify My Love's right. I don't know. I just think you don't, you've, you've made good songs, you don't need to resort to gimmicks. Yeah. yeah. Apparently I'm not she being all typical about this. Apparently, but... I mean, she hasn't got a band. She's just, they're like backing tapes. Really? Which is weird, isn't it? That is weird. Like you can't... You'd want to trust, you'd want to, if you're touring, you'd want to have people, you, a band of people you can just be with one you and one I, I always think like pop artists that go on tour when they have a band it's like so you've got something to look at yeah do you know what I mean rather than just have a fucking laptop but well, I mean no one asked my opinion about it she probably I don't think she has asked your opinion no. I don't think if you gave it she probably wouldn't she yeah. interested would you no, I don't think so um, Cindy Lauper she bop oh go on sexually explicit oh. uh, explicit lyrics I want to go south and get me some more they say I better stop or I'll go blind. Oh, okay. Um, Who said you're going to go blind? Your mum? It's uh, it's no Goonies are good enough, is it? Um, ACDC, let me put my love in you. Don't know what it means. I mean, they didn't. They, not, they not, said they didn't do clear. ballads. Not clear. Go on, what's, what's don't you struggle. Song? Don't you fight. Oh. Let me put my love into you. Let me cut your cake with my knife. 
Uh, um, hot. But that's all ACDC lyrics. Black Sabbath. I'd be like, sorry, what did you just call it? Cake. Cake. Sorry? The vagina is cake. You think I look like a cake down there? What? Um, do you know the song Trashed by Black Sabbath? I don't know that song. No. Um, drugs and Alcohol. The Mary Jane Girls in my house. Don't know it. When it comes to making love, I'll satisfy your every need and every fantasy you think of. That's just, that's just oh my god. Every... They've even said making love, they've not said having sex. <laughs> oh, venom oh, possessed. Okay. Occult. I drink the vomit of the priests, make love with the dying dying whore, Satan as my master incarnate. Hell praise to the unholy host. Yeah, I mean, she's got to hate stuff like that. There's, <laughs> she's got no choice. So that was the Filthy 15. Right. Okay. So what's your pick of the Filthy 15? Um, what is the best one? Yeah. Uh, probably just a sister. Hmm? Oh, Don, no, wait. Darling Nikki? Maybe. It depends what mood I'm in. <laughs> Whether I'm in an occult mood or a drugs and alcohol mood well, or... we're not going to take it. That's like a deathless, like, rock-stomping classic, isn't it? You could play that anywhere. Like, we're not going to take it. But that could be like... Tipper Gore is essentially saying we're not going to take it anymore. So that could be her anthem. Yeah. And she's missed an absolute trick there. She could be like, oh, she's she had bad marketing. <laughs> Why um, is she called Tipper Gore? She needed What's, a better hobby. Is that a name? Like first name Tipper, Tipper yeah. last name Gore. Well, she was married to Al Gore. You know the. I mean, funny that her last name's Gore, and she's not got a problem with that. Yeah. Flag her up as Gore and prudish behaviour. Um, so I've got some uh, classified ads okay. I want to read you. Hard rock band require hyperactive vocalist. I know hyperactive vocalist. Right, I know. <laughs> you call Raymond in Edinburgh. Drummer, double bass, Ooh. required for northeast metal band. Deal, tour imminent. Rich deal, tour imminent. <laughs> imminent. Mm. Uh, they're from North Allerton in Yorkshire. I wonder if that tour ever happens. <laughs> Rich bitch, require vocalist. Image and equipment essential influences American rock with view to gigs and megastardom. So they if, haven't done any gigs, but they're thinking of megastardom. If you come at me saying your view is megastardom, I'm like, I'm, I'm there. I'm, I am. But I'm also, done. also my, gigs. My bags. No, no, no. My bags. I heard megastardom. I don't care what happens in between time. They're on the right track. That's what you want. I want to join a band that's saying mega before we've even done anything. We know we're that good. We don't even have you yet, but we know we're that good. Well, talking of which, musicians available. Mm. Glam, thrash, rock and roll sleaze. Messiah singer seeks lipstick addict into Dolls, Stones, Sweet, Hanoi to become the next glitter gutter gods. Sounds pretty good. I mean, they should match up with Rich Bitch. It seems like... They're precisely looking for each other, aren't they? Mega stardom and all that. It's very tempting to win you people. Uh, I used to look in. No, I'm 55. <laughs> Fuck off. Kids are asleep. Got to be up early tomorrow. 
so we got our interview with Alice Cooper. Okay. Um, so they're saying, besides Alice is a copy of the Psychotronic Encyclopedia, the indispensable guide to horror flicks, and a whole lot more. Titan Books are anxious to republish this now out-of-print tome in the UK, and I'm here pitching for Alice to write the introduction. He agrees enthusiastically, and he stops at the S section and reads at the entry for Shriek of the Mutilated. Now that, we're all in agreement, would make an excellent title for the next album. Although he calls it Raise, and, Raise Your Fist and Yell, a more prosaic title. Um, so he talks about being in... Uh, he's in the John Carpenter movie, Prince of Darkness. Um, and he plays a bag man, like a bag lady. And I and the other bag men are totally possessed. And Kane, this is Kane Roberts, his guitarist, is one too. Uh, we went down to the shoot and John Carpenter said, why don't you stand in as one of the bag people? It'll be funny because it'll fast pan. So people will go, was that really Alice Cooper and Kane Roberts? I was totally garbaged out. And John Carpenter said, it looked so good. They wanted to develop the character. Um, they had this other character, a doctor, who they needed to get rid of, but they didn't have a death planned. So he walks out into this alley and sees all these bag people. He turns around and I'm standing there with this bicycle without a front wheel and handlebars. And he bumps into me and I push this bike through him and it comes out the back and he rolls over and he's balancing on this frame and stuff starts coming out of his mouth. It's great. I think the deal with the movie is they have the devil trapped in this ancient jar, which has a combination lock that none of the computers can crack. A jar's got a combination lock? <laughs> yeah. So they figure the only one who could have arranged the combination was God or Jesus. The, <laughs> the computers are totally stumped. I mean, 87. The computers are stumped about the code that God came up with for a combination lock on a jar. This was the first draft of the, draft of the script I read, but of course something gets it open. And then it's, it's like 14-year-old boys were sat around going, right, put them in a jar, it's and jar, then there's a lock, and cock. then God put the combination on Combination, yeah, 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 and then computers can work it out. Well, Right. <laughs> he says, of course, something gets open. Then this green stuff drips out into someone's mouth oh, and they yeah. turn into the devil. It's great stuff. But he makes a good point here. Um, they're talking about the tour. Um, we're now in the position the bands like the Rolling Stones and the Who find themselves in. No matter how you arrange things, it sounds like you're doing a best of show. It's like a catch 22 because you want to satisfy all the people, but you don't want to put out an oldish show. Well, you saw what we did. We took the old songs and revamped them so they sound more new, sound more 1987. So hot for 1987. Um, so, yeah, stand, standard stuff. Um, the morality of Alice resurrection at the end of the show. It's like Alice saying, who are you kidding? You've been trying to kill me on stage for 17 years and I'm still here. Now we cut Alice's head off. But even when the executioner takes the head out of the bucket and she's showing that she's won, holding it up to the audience to see it and kissing it, Alice spits blood all over her. Even then, the head is still alive. That's like Alice's last laugh. Even in death, the head is alive enough to spit in her face. Every time she comes backstage after that, I'm there getting ready for school's out and she's got blood all over her face. I laugh every single night. That's so funny. She's doing the same thing now, isn't it? Yeah. The weird thing is, he, he, like, and this is not criticism, obviously, but he's doing the same show, and you'd think that he would get bored. Super or, bored, yeah. But 
And like, but every time you see him do it, you'd believe that it's, um, he's never walking it through, is he? He's never. Yeah. 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 They, I think the last couple of times we've seen him, it's sort of been the same show, but it doesn't, like, like you see everything you want to see. You see a yeah. kind of crazy big monster come out and he gets baby. his head cut off. Yeah. That baby is amazing. Yeah. It's what you want. Um, so. Imagine when... he came out with just a stool and a guitar <laughs> and, and he, just, he was just singing. You'd be so disappointed. Dylan Imagine covers. how disappointed you'd be. Okay, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna leave you with a letter from Communication. Okay. It's called Crew Cock Up. Yeah. I'm writing to complain about all those bands whose tours, uh, she's put it in inverted commas, consists of a few big venues when they play the UK. I'm unemployed, so I can't afford to pay about ten pound for a ticket, plus five pound for a coach. I can only see my favourite bands when they play in Manchester Apollo. Maybe the bands in question can't use the whole stage show when they play small venues, but it's the bands I pay to see, not the stage show. I'm especially disappointed that Motley Crue are only playing the Birmingham NEC and London's Wembley Arena. I've been looking forward to the crew returning ever since I saw them in Manchester last year when Vince Neil said they'd be back there again. Now it looks as if I'll miss seeing them again. They claim to really care about their fans, but do they? Do they claim to care about the fans? <laughs> I'm beginning to think what they really care about is their bank balance. Um, I'll, I'd rather spend my money on bands like Iron Maiden who don't just say they care for the, their fans but prove it by doing proper tours I think after this Iron Maiden stopped doing proper tours for a couple of years oh um, she won't have been happy last year I waited for over an hour in the snow hoping to meet Motley Crue but they couldn't be bothered coming out to see us what really annoys me is knowing that they always have time for the sluts who are willing to drop their knickers when it comes to genuine fans, well, it's a different story. I think all UK crew fans should boycott the band's show in Jan shows in January so they'll get the message. If they don't care about enough about us to do decent tours, why should we waste money on them? A disillusioned crew fan, Jackie Gartland in Bolton. Oh, dear. Well, I think the sluts who drop their knickers know exactly what the crew are really looking forward to and, like, really interested in because what I know of Molly Crew... I imagine, though, that for a big American band at the time, it wasn't unusual that they wouldn't play loads of UK venues. Well, that's probably standard. I mean, a big big American band, they're probably, yeah, they're touring all over the world. Yeah. I mean, this is just a tiny little country. Yeah. I just, I'm not, I'm not that surprised. Um, but hopefully she got to see him again after that. I hope so. And it wasn't in the snow. And maybe we have waited in the snow before. We've waited in the snow to see Steel Panther. Do you remember? It was yeah. snowing. It was so cold. Yeah. yeah. Um, although that was worth it because they did come out. They did. And had a photo with everyone. But, it, you know, we've been waiting in the snow. So I can appreciate how unpleasant that is. Dark, snowy, waiting. So that's... And then they don't come out. <laughs> that's... Because they're too busy meeting... The sexy fans. Well. Um, so that's our Halloween issue. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> what have we lived? Ooh. All our episodes are kind of Halloween because you're spooky. dealing with, you're dealing with, we talk about horror movies, we talk about 
scary people like Alice Cooper. Scary things to say. Um, spooky. Stay. <laughs> stay. Stay spooky. And Satan. No. Satan's not cool, man. Um, all right. Lucifer. No. Fuck off. Um, stay spooky. Stay filthy. <laughs> No, that's not worse. Well, because we did the Filthy 15. Oh, right. This is our Halloween and Filthy 15 special. Yeah, but Filthy just sounds wrong. <laughs> is Tipper still alive? Um, unsure. Should we find her? I mean, that'll be a downer to end on, wouldn't well, it? Well, no, she's... She wasn't like five when Former she was... Former second lady of the... Um, I just I'm confused by what why is someone's name Tipper? <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Tipper Mary. Gore. They're singing to you, Mary. Um Yeah, I wonder where the word tipper comes from. That's the most confusing part of all of this. Yeah. She's got a stick up her ass about <laughs> like music is and and also that she's like because the thing is, how old was she when she was having a beef about it? Uh, well, she's 75 now. Right. It was, so, what, 40 years ago? She was 30 or No, 87. 40-something. 40, 40 yeah, it was about 40 years ago. What are you, what are you calculating? I'm trying to work out. 2,000,000.3 divided... Well, it's 36. 36 years ago, so 75 minus... 36. She was a grand old age of 39. Right, so I, right, so I wasn't that off. I didn't hear what you said. I was. You weren't listening. I was trying I to do mental arithmetic failing. I said she was in the early 40s. Right. Um, so all I'm trying to say is that I'm not a dissimilar age, yeah. a bit beyond her, but I don't have time to barely think about the <laughs> basics of life at the moment. So why would you have enough time to care? About what music was aimed at, not even you. How about you like me having an opinion about, and then insert name of current band that I've got no idea about? <laughs> I, I don't even know. The Vamps. But I'd like, I don't even know. I don't care. So in high school, Gore was the drummer for an all female band called the Wildcats. She's played drums with members of the Grateful Dead and during the second night of the spring 2009 Dead Do You know tour. what this is like? You know, Rock of Ages, the film. Where Catherine's eaters young and she got snubbed by thing and so she 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 now hates him and now she's picking him again. That's it, isn't it? Yeah. Is that what it's based on? It must be. It must be, mustn't it? Yeah. So, so, yeah, you, you, so she's been snubbed by Tom Cruise <laughs> and now she hates Twisted Sister. It's fine. <laughs> that right, at least that makes sense. I mean the only thing now is her name. I just need some clarification. I mean there's there's no indication of what her name means. Um well, yeah. I mean, on that bombshell, we've learned what's the bombshell that Tipper Gore is a drummer. Yeah, she kind of ruined drums a bit there. <laughs> Must stop. <laughs> Why did he stop, mm, Tipper Gore? All right, stay Tipper. Say no. She'll she'll hate that. Stay gory. Stay no. No spooky. Stay spooky. Halloween. Ooh, spooky. All right. So see, see, you, see you next episode for Christmas. Woo!